0: Remember that settlement conference I had the other day? We settled. I can't really give you the details of the settlement because it's bound by confidentiality, but I can tell you some of the things that we considered to help you know a little bit more about how these things settle. When you're discussing numbers in discrimination cases, the numbers are obviously more arbitrary than they would be in like a wage and hour case, where you can clearly calculate how much money it is that you're owed. That doesn't mean we can just make up whatever numbers we want. There are certain thresholds and standards of how we calculate what it is that we're asking for. There's two, well really three ways that you can settle a case. One is just between the attorneys, one is with a mediation, and one is with a settlement conference. I guess four ways, because you can do it on your own if you don't have an attorney. So when you have a mediation, there's a mediator involved that goes back and forth between the two parties. The mediator has absolutely nothing with the case, no stake in the outcome, and can't force either side to come to any kind of decision. A settlement conference is conducted in a similar way except instead of a mediator, it's actually the judge in your case going back and forth and trying to help you resolve um, your case. One of the big issues I had in justifying the amount that I wanted to settle for was back pay. The argument for back pay is that if you hadn't been discriminated against, you would still be working there and collecting that paycheck from the time you got let go until the time that the case either settles or you get another job making just as much or more money. And my client worked there part-time in fact his annual salary from the place was actually very very low so it was hard to justify that even if they paid him the equivalent of like an annual salary it still wasn't even close to the amount of money we were looking for so I had to rely on emotional distress to justify the bulk of the money I was asking for but my client never saw a therapist introducing medical records that demonstrate your emotional distress allows me to justify a higher numerical amount for the emotional distress. Obviously, there's no specific standard that says this amount of pain equates to this much money, but, you know, you gotta justify it. There were a few times that the judge actually started getting a little frustrated with me because she was rightfully questioning the numbers that I was asking for, and I was kinda sticking to my guns. An advantage I had is that I've actually already sued this company before, so I'm familiar with how they settle cases, and what their intention is in fighting you. The judge was doing her job exactly as she should. In fact, she was probably doing an even better job. She came prepared with like case law of similar cases that settled around a certain amount. And she was like, you know, you guys have less evidence than this. You'd be lucky to settle around this amount. What I was asking for was nowhere near that amount. Thankfully, it worked out because we ended up settling for much higher than the judge was insisting we would be able to get. And now I feel like I kind of earned that ginger's respect a little bit, which is kind of cool. My client was obviously thrilled, so I was thrilled. Short cast club.